0: we're going to preview the junior final now and like Limerick are the only team out of the six teams there who haven't been in Croke Park before. And it's definitely going to be an advantage to carry that. They went up there last year, I suppose. So they've experienced everything, gotten rid of all the novelty stuff that goes at Crow park. It's definitely there. The first time you go there. Um, and also they have that, that defeat there still so know, we all know it, what it's like to sit under that stand after losing the final. And it's, it's no place to be really, you know, you'd, you'd want to be anywhere else. So maybe that little bit of hurt is going to drive them on a little bit. Um, I suppose looking at the Kerry team, obviously they're on a high note at the moment because they're nearly all from Causeway. They have a small panel of twenty three. I think twenty two of them are from Causeway. Just won the senior Heartland Championship for the first time twenty five years, I think. Um so you know, the little things like that help as well. Um, and I suppose Bex, you'll have played with a couple of these players, the like Sarah Murphy who's actually played for Newcastle West for, for a while. So what can we expect from the likes of Sarah and Patrice Diggins, I suppose, that you'll know about them from, from having played with and against them?
1: Um, so I suppose they're really they're kind of the spine of carry team like they've been playing for years like they're really driving on um, just like Sarah was a great player she I t- she's playing centre back from now is she uh, like she used to be playing forwards with us like Joan so and all around her again same with Patrice like Patrice such a diehard like she'd leave her boots on that field like and just they're great and I suppose it's funny that the three, new, four Newcastle West players are playing with Limerick, and you have Sarah Murphy playing with Kerry. Like, mm-hmm. you know who used to play Newcastle. So it'll be interesting. Big day
0: for the club, and I suppose the Limerick team then, like they'll definitely be underdogs going into this game. I suppose a lot of the players I wouldn't have known, and I'd be fairly, I had my finger on the pulse of Limerick more. You have a very, very young side, mm-hmm. with a small bit of experience with them. You know, obviously played with and against them with club and county. What can we expect from Limerick? And do you think the Croke Park factor is going to be a big thing for them?
2: Yeah, I think that's what we were saying a while ago. Bex talking about playing with Freedom there in Croke Park, but she was only there 12 months ago and it was her third time there. I don't think, I can like, I can see that the the Croke Park effect may affect Limerick more than we we think that Kerry, obviously Kerry's been there before. We think that they will overcome that. But I feel that these girls are going to be so, so excited about Croke Park. And God, they've worked hard to get there. And, you know, there was talks at the start of the year, was there even going to be a junior team or not? And now to see them going to Croke Park, I know my own two club mates, mates um, Rebecca and uh, Brenda they're just, just so excited they're like genuinely like children at Christmas it's just so exciting for them but I just genuinely hope it doesn't get to them yeah. on the day I think in it 2013 work, it can work both ways, it can like work both when, ways. Yeah. when you
0: went up in 2014 mm-hmm. you had 6 or 7 minors playing and yeah. that freedom of youth can just go yeah. with you as well on the day So oh, they go had no way. fear
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. and I think that you have some of those young girls there Orla Kelleher was playing the field there and as we saw Shauna Darcy's brilliance when she came on and scored that goal against Roscommon the last day I can't see those two girls, I'm just picking on those two now of two young, tenacious players. They'll have no fear up there. But I think it's the other girls that know, I suppose, of older players in their club. I'm thinking of me as an older player in the club. I know the girls will have seen, you know, me playing there before. You know, others in my club who played in, like, Weedie in that day with Sarah Carey. I know those girls on that day. I just speaking from a Granibale and Gary perspective. They'll be thinking, oh, Jesus, the girls have done this before now. And I hope... I know that if it was me, I'd be thinking, jeez, I hope I don't kind of disappoint people, you know what I mean? But they have they have earned, they're there on merit, they have earned their place there. It's, as you said, anything can happen on finals day, it's 50-50 really, but I think that, I suppose the experience of Kerry will stand to them, that's the only thing, but as you said... Limerick will have no fear
0: up there yeah, Interestingly enough you talked about maybe not being a junior team in Limerick Colm O'Brien worked very hard to mm-hmm. set up that team yeah. and you know works full time for the Kerry County Kerry, Board yeah. <laughs> as the Hurling Development Officer so I he's kind of he, I hope he's just put in the right camp now
2: yeah,
0: and, uh, I, th- uh, I, th- Sunday. I think he definitely will but look I have to push you for a prediction so um, for myself I think it has to be Kerry I think the experience they have there at Ashburn level with Patrice Diggins Sarah Murphy Jackie Horgan players who've really been around mm-hmm. um, and I suppose won on the biggest of occasions uh, at a higher standard than what they're playing on, on next Sunday my feeling is that it will be a little bit much of a step too far for a very young Limerick side. So I'm going to go with Kerry. What do you think, Bex?
1: Yeah, just to make one more point on that. I just I listened to my own clubmate Grace Lee's interview. I just thought the way she spoke about it, it wasn't it wasn't about them winning the Junior All Ireland. It was about them pushing Limerick to intermediate, to push on that step. It was like it wasn't about them getting a medal in hand. Like, like that's great also, but it was about them pushing into intermediate. To push the senior team. Like you have mm-hmm. like in her interview she spoke about how Limerick Mowie got to the quarter final and you could see that she was pure bu- delighted joy mm-hmm. with that and it was like Limerick's driving and she wanted to drive Limerick to a better mm-hmm. place. So I think that was it was great for us to hear that they weren't just looking out for I suppose yeah. themselves and yeah. say, Let's get a junior medal. It was about and it's, an, it's an it's an
0: interesting point because maybe Grace should go in as the as the chairman of the <laughs> board because Limerick have dropped back to B in under-16 and minor, yeah, um. and realistically, you guys are trying to compete against Tipperary, and you have every right to think that you could be Tipperary in any given day, but next year and the year after and the year after that, the more it goes on, the less likely that is to happen because mm-hmm. you're producing a generation of players it that are playing B down. underage, playing junior, whereas Tipperary are in the semi-final intermediate championship, semi-final of the Division 2 league. So it's a very good point Grace made that it is very, very important for the development of limerick Camogie that, that it does push on, but you can't dodge the question, Vex. <laughs> call it? Is it going to be Kerry or Limerick? Um, I'm
1: going to go Limerick,
0: yeah. Staying patriotic. Yeah. Well, the deciding vote goes with you, Sophie. Are you going to go, go at the head or the heart here in this one?
2: Do you know what? Just even talking about it out loud here now and thinking about it, I'm going to say like that, yeah, Kerry of all the experience, but I genuinely think those young girls in Limerick, just especially the young girls, won't have anything to interfere there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Limerick.
0: <laughs> and look, this has all the makings of uh, of being the game of the day. Uh, you're Looking at Westmead, who won the Inter, who won the Junior Final in twenty seventeen, making their second appearance at Croke Park in three years, which is uh, which is phenomenal. In two years, three seasons um, against Galway, who are looking to uh, put the double uh, together for the first time since twenty thirteen, when Tony Ward managed uh, both teams um, in Crow Park to win it. Bad day. Um, bad day for you, Fee. <laughs> uh, I think you were playing as well, Baxter. We, yeah, yeah, yeah are you sitting up ladder. in the, were up the children's <laughs> section, or are you playing? I'm not sure. I'm still a lot older, Vex. That's that's <laughs> the way it works. Yeah, that's the way it works. you will always be that much older than you, Vex, I'm afraid, you know. So but uh yeah, look, it's a really interesting game. Um, I suppose it's one that's kind of close to home for me because the manager, Johnny Greville, would have been involved with us with the Westmead Hurlers. Um, I suppose he's too careful as if they win it. He's obviously going to lose his job. That's how it works up there. But uh, <laughs> had to get that one in. Yeah, shots fired, <laughs> shots fired, you know. But um, yeah, look, it, much like the Hurlers, I suppose, like the, they're drawn from the nine clubs. that I suppose the, the hurling area, you look at Clonquil, Raharney and Roman Mullingar. Um, and like Johnny like what what do I know about Johnny from working with him is he's a master tactician um like he'll have his homework done on Galway they'll be really well organized they're very fit they've a they've a very good setup so like that's what they're going to bring to the table i suppose they still have the usual the the old reliables those are, for for what's the better word. Pamela greville who's actually Johnny's... uh Johnny's uh, sister and her three brothers all played with the Westmead Hurlers in Crow Park as well so like breeding there yeah there's good breeding there so like it, it's, it's been a good year for the family uh, in, in, in more ways than one I suppose and uh, they have wearing Scally there as well I suppose the younger players that were looking at uh, Maeve Scally, was coming into UL in first year which we're very happy with as an accomplished rugby player as well and Sheila McGraw was an absolute flyer uh, I think Johnny had been using her as a sub quite a bit because she often played for the minors early on a Saturday and then played for the intermediates later on the Saturday so um in the in the semi-final yeah the or
1: something, yeah. You know, in the yeah in a
0: tight yeah, game in a tight game yeah so look we know what westmead are going to bring i suppose they will be the underdogs because obviously look traditionists will look to galway but look i suppose we've been talking a little bit off offline about how galway used their intermediate team for their for their development and and things like that fee so what what are they going to bring bring to the table next Sunday
2: well like very interesting during the week um, I just saw like a tweet from Elaine Buckley who's doing great work with the uh, movie Association now on promotion and <clears throat> she worked very hard to try and get three games televised this year which they thankfully are so it's great to have the juniors along with Intermediate and the seniors on telly, but she was saying that six players from our 2013 match are actually featuring on Sunday, and that is, that's some achievement from Galway, and it's really stands to them. And there was talks over the last few years of there being you know, eruptions in Galway and lack of continuity and management problems, but Jesus, those girls haven't um, reacted to any of that. No one has dropped off the panel because of these things, so that's a testament to how strong, I suppose, mentally those girls are. Um, I've said the names here, Sean Healy, Katrina Cormack, and Tara Kenny, even whom Maria Cooney, Rebecca Henley, they've all been instrumental in this, um, I suppose, this journey to Coke Park again this year, winning the league, like, we just can't forget that they've won, like, you know, the league final as well and getting their intermediate team then to the, the senior teams obviously in the senior final get the intermediate team, you know, they had a tight game against Tipperary and people would have backed, um, or people would have been backing tip for that match and um, I think what was interesting about Galway that day was that they ground out a win they weren't winning I think it was did, I think Tip got a goal five minutes into the second half and they didn't score again until the end so that's a testament to the strength of Galway's backs I think and to, I suppose mentally, mental strength is huge in Galway at the moment I think they're really confident and I suppose they're back to the Galway of old really
0: yeah and winning, winning breeds confidence before we move on you've a lot of work done on West Mebex I suppose <laughs> logistically like, what challenges are these Cotl Murray going to face on Sunday I know 2013 Tony Ward won both okay mm. Twi- last year Paddy won both mm-hmm. but in 2014 Kilkini had the same management and I remember they, they had to leave oh, yeah. uh, about, maybe after about 40 minutes of our game and, and we definitely took over when mm-hmm. they left the same 2016 was involved in Kilkini Pawdy left at half time when Cork were beating us at half time and like it's a big difference tactically taking on Paddy Murray who has all the experience and all the knowledge or taking on one of his mentors who's standing on the sideline mm-hmm. and maybe he's not as experienced so is this going to come against Galway on Sunday or I suppose, will they have prepared for this or how do you think they're going to manage it?
1: Yeah, I suppose, like that, again, it's down to, I suppose, the players on that Galway set to see on the intermediate team, whether they are, I suppose, young, again, like, they're going to be using some of their minor players, probably, you know, it depends what kind of, I suppose, when you're looking at Westmead, like, they're focusing on one team. Yeah. Like, you're going in there, every player knows what they have to do, whether it's in Galway, it's the same management for both, mm-hmm. like, it's somehow you're gonna be focusing on that scene. You're up like it's true. Like. Yeah. Oh, and then I
2: would say the opposite then I would say that Cahill Murray no doubt went into the start of this year thinking he could get an intermediate and a senior final mm-hmm. and I think that like, hopefully Limerick will do the business on Sunday for, or Sunday week for um, for the juniors they'll do the business they'll get up intermediate and that will stand to Limerick Senior camogie. I think these teams have worked it down to have fine art they're used to having intermediate strong intermediate girls pushing for places on the senior panel and contesting strong interme- against other strong intermediate teams I think your Corks your Galways your Kilkennys. Your tips, I suppose, to a certain extent, have been doing this for many years now, and I think they've been down to a fine art, I would say. But I know it's going to affect, you know, some stage at some stage on Sunday. Callum Murray will have to leave and start looking after his seniors, but he's going to have a team, a backroom team around him that are going to be just as strong as him. Those girls, as I said, they're mentally strong. I don't think it's. Go- I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Once a big deal for them. <coughs>
1: The two, their two last games and that's just from I have to look through their Twitter account. Like, <laughs> just, uh, just find out research
0: yeah shout <laughs> out to Westmeet Camogie fair play yeah you on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no know,
1: and like fair to, and like again everything was up there on their page like we could find out everything and I just thought like having six scores every game one that's point, very three points, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's very impressive you know it's
0: very mm-hmm. unusual it is very unusual yeah I
1: just thought it was very very impressive like uh, to hold any team when mm. they have six scores Sorry.
2: I don't even think Cork had six different scores the last day did they against um, no, against Galway
0: and I suppose like Westmead down through the years even when they won the junior I mean we played against them in 2016 we went out targeted Pamela Greville in the Leinster Championship and did nobody else to stand up but no you can't do that because mm-hmm. they have so many players around like Sheila McGrath uh, Maeve Scully you've, targeted, you've talked about a few here as well Beck. so Look, it's going to be a huge challenge for Galway. Mm. You know, like, I suppose they're playing with a swagger now, and a confidence, and they all train together, and it was very noticeable out in the field in the Gaelic Grounds last day that all the intermediate players were out celebrating with the senior mm. players. All the senior players in their interviews talked about the intermediate yeah. win. They're a very united group that mm-hmm. they've created, and look, they, geez, what, what better way like hitting Crow Park with two squads on Sunday is just yeah. phenomenal but, but if
2: you look at that 2013 fact and mm-hmm. you're like six players are after making the senior squad and they're there someday yeah. what are these intermediate girls thinking they're thinking yeah. that could be me it's a there's 18, 19, 20 year olds they're thinking Sarah Spellman
0: exactly. Sarah Spellman started yeah. off the intermediates from a player to seniors yeah. so they've that's creamed, their goal think, and they yeah. show that it's, look, it's, it's very impressive the intermediates, they're yeah. like
1: two ones they're, 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 they're different goals Yeah, always intermediates have different goals uh, while our Mm. Like Westmeath are going. we want to play a senior for mm-hmm. our county. That's mm-hmm. what Westmead are thinking. Whether it's Galway, some of their players are saying, oh, "I want to be, I want to win this and move up into the senior mm-hmm. team, and try mm-hmm. to get a starting place." So there's very, it's very yeah. different goals. Have.
0: Absolutely, so and, and the only, I suppose the funny thing is for some of those Galway players, if they do win, it's probably the last time they set foot in co Park.
2: And yeah. Jersey. genuinely. Yeah, jersey. yeah there's it's, a few girls in, there yeah, who it's are.
0: Just, it's just the anomaly, but I yeah. suppose look, we'll, we'll push for a prediction and. Look, I suppose I'm a little bit torn on this one because I suppose I, I dealt professionally with both Cahill and Johnny during the year and I'd like to see both of them win something. Um, I did tell everyone at the start of the year not blow my own trumpet to keep an eye out for Westmead right from the start of the championship. I did think they were going to have a serious say in it. My head is maybe saying Galway but I'm just going to go with the heart of this one and just say I think Westmead could get over the line. What do you think, Bex?
1: Yeah, I think Westmead as well. I just think they beat down who contested all Ireland final last year I think that also has a a fact to play like Mm -hmm. they were going into that semi-final saying like we're playing the finalists of last year's all Ireland final which is massive like you you benchmark for them yeah Yeah. when we lost in 2013 like there was no one stepping in our way to get to the final in 2014 and they didn't like
0: apart do from Waterford the early base yeah. yeah. I don't care a not
1: that, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it stood
2: to us like, like Galway this year that close Waterford match really stood to us that year
0: days so, <laughs> in a classic oh, I think Jesus. Lord Dr. Cullen Park but anyway
2: well, so I just think
1: for me I have to go Westmead and just for that reason I'm and sure I'm
2: going to be controversial so um, wouldn't it wouldn't be like, you like me <laughs> Uh, no, I just think that the Galway setup is is good, and we've seen them do it already in 2013, winning both. And I just think that um, they're a very united group, as I was saying, very united group, and. The girls, the intermediates will be striving to win as much as the seniors will be striving to win. And I think that um, having a coach like Colin Murray, manager like Colin um, Murray inside there, um, having done a lot of this before, having won the senior league, I think that that'll stand to them. And I think that they'll all be spurring each other on. And I think that they will, uh, yeah, go the, go the whole way there on Sunday.
0: Okay. So what are we going for? Galway. <laughs> there we have it. So, so the, the general consensus here is that uh, it's going to probably be the game of the day, but uh, West it is the, is the is the vote. Time to preview the big one. I suppose the game everybody's been waiting for, Liberty Insurance Senior Final between Kilkenny and Galway. Uh, both teams came from the same group. Kilkenny won the first round game in Athenry. I suppose it's almost irrelevant now. It's so long ago and I suppose both teams have had a, have had different paths to the mm-hmm. to the final and will have, we'll have learned different things along the way. I so suppose we start with you, Bex. You've played against both teams this year. What can we look out for? What are the key differences? And I suppose what's it like to play against them?
1: Um, yes, yeah, so we played against both of them this year, I suppose, playing against Kilkenny, Limerick, ourselves. We never came out to the dressing room, so Kilkenny was on top form that day. Like, Joe, you know, they just really clicked. I just thought, I think Kilkenny's forwards are outstanding. I think sometimes their backs can get caught for pace at times and I think Galway's forwards are just they're so good like we saw them there against Cork like they were just they're they're playing like backs until they get mm-hmm. the ball and then when they get it then they're just driving forward like Niamh, um Kakenny going through there and Aoife who like they're just class so it's very hard to know what the difference is like you know every game takes a life of its own like and us against Galway you could say compared to if you looked at us playing against Galway and looked at us playing Kilkenny you would have backed Kilkenny all day so it's very hard to judge what way because games and even in the semi-finals like you can say Kilkenny had Tipperary but Galway had such a huge challenge to beat Cork that you'd say you'd, you'd fancy nearly Galway to come out now on top light you know but you can go yeah. both ways I, mean, I suppose
0: mm. we probably experienced it maybe this year uh, in the Ashbourne in that we handy had enough semi-final and we kind of didn't really expend any emotional energy and UCC to see pip WIT and it was a real emotional game and they were on a real high you know the turnaround there was only a day I suppose Kilkenny got the job done against Tipperary there was no hooping and hollering afterwards they walked off the field job done was kind of the feeling whereas for, for Galway it was a huge deal to I suppose beat Cork and the whole crowd out in the yeah. field afterwards is three weeks enough to come down from that emotional pitch reset and go again or is it something that could count against Galway?
2: Um, I don't know. I think that they probably had to come down from quite a high from the league final victory. I, I don't think they actually read too much into that. So I, I, and a lot of these girls have experience of being in Croke Park at certain levels whether it was their intermediate team whether it was their senior team I suppose in 2013 they have experience so I do think they'll be mentally prepared for this I think the weeks coming up to finals are, are funny ones I was laughing there thinking of Kieran Carey's trainings For he was training us there with Granival and Gary and we'd be training for 25 minutes I'd say the week at the final and I think as girls especially we'd just be like no we need to we need to sweat we need to get fitter <laughs> you can't get any fitter this week you know what I mean You're, all the work is done it's all mental like he had it right like you know it stood to us he got three finals we won three finals in a Road him, you know. Uh, you you have can't to get beat that, that in that cute. <laughs> you have to get it in oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I think all the mental, it's such a mental preparation now at the moment, and you know that. I think, as I said earlier, I do think Galway are mentally quite strong now. Kilkenny. You know, the last two years have been heartbreak for them, and I, like I for one, and it's nothing against, it's no slight against Cork. I'm delighted it's not a Cork-Kilkenny final mm-hmm. again. I just think it has really been like obviously those two games were so like tactical, and there was that was very impressive from that sense. But when it came down to Camogie, the last two finals have not been impressive displays mm-hmm. on television. They've been exciting games, they've been tip for tap, but they haven't. It hasn't been a proper display yeah. of Camogie. I don't know, would you agree with yeah, that? As I a, just think
1: what you just said there was spot on. Like, do do Galway feel like the job is done? Like you. Do you, mm. in that kind of sense like Cork have I beaten Kilkenny so. So. Mm. so well like I don't like mm. I don't know like their emotions on top outside mm. and I feel like obviously huge achievement but Truly, yeah. you know they were just overwhelmed like mm-hmm. with the whole experience and you just kind of have to say will that affect them mm-hmm. going into this final no I, I suppose know. if
0: we're talking about yeah. mental strength mm. like we maybe put Kilkenny up on a pedestal because they're in so many finals but I was talking to a person close to Kilkenny camp not involved in Kikini camp today mm-hmm. And an interesting stat is they've won three All irelands at all levels in 11 years Jeez. so they won yeah. the minor in 2015 they won the intermediate in 2016 and they won the senior in 2016. and this current bunch of Kilkenny players they their sixth All ireland final mm-hmm. and they've only won one so if they don't win next sunday one from six is not a is not a good return mm. for the quality of player that they have yeah so that pressure has to be weighing on them a little bit as well surely and then
2: Downey as well yeah
0: yeah Do you know like i know i suppose that a lot of the narrative and we asked Anne about it straight after the semi-final if she want another shot at Pawdy, it would have been their fourth final against against Cork, um, and Pawdy was two one ahead. But mm. like one out of five is yeah. not a great return for the quality of players that they have. So maybe they're feeling a little bit of the well yeah, I was just
1: going to say the pressure will be on them now. Mm. Thinking that Cork are gone. Are they the, bottlers Do you know are, yeah. Cork are gone out of the equation now? And if they don't beat Galway, they of kind of have to. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Or even kind of they've they've. they've pressure on themselves so much now to beat Galway because if they don't beat Galway, they have to question themselves whether mm. they're ever going to get over the line yeah. at that and, level. And cork you
0: know? Kinney has been such a big game for the last number of years. Mm-hmm. Mentally, do you start out the year going, this is how we're going to beat yeah. Cork this year. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, they're not in front of you yeah. and you have to prepare for Change a completely everything. different team. So yeah. how do you handle that? And look, Andoni is a great manager and they have Liam Egan in there. And we, we commented the last day of how fit Liam had them, uh, their S&C coach. So look, they've obviously the preparation done. Because so we're trying to second-guess their, their mental state yeah. at the moment yeah. really, to a certain extent. So if we look at it tactically, um, we spoke the last day that Tipperary really played into Kilkenny's hands. Uh, Katie powered out the field and Altamont ultimate out the field. And Kilkenny, Tipperary followed them. Mm-hmm. But Kilkenny picked up the ball, ran at them. As soon as they broke the, the Tipperary line, they were straight through on goal. And they created some great chances. It's highly unlikely, we spoke here before we started recording, that We were going to allow that to happen. Galway were so tactically tuned in against mm-hmm. Cork. They cut out Eiffel Murray's puck house. They strangled him. Um, and what we, I suppose, think is going to happen, or maybe what I think is going to happen, we we'll talk about in a second. Vali,
2: well, you're the tactician yeah, here I
0: now. <laughs> I, if I was, if I had that panel of Galway players and was setting out against Kilkenny in the morning, I'd definitely drop Cormac Cormacan back on Katie Power. Katie Power is the cultural architect of everything Kilkenny does. Mm-hmm. She's so central to everything. I'd play seven at the back with a man-marking role on Katie Power with Cormacan, drop Neef Kilkenny out to midfield. Hannafi out to the half-forward line and play Ailish O'Reilly with either Noreen Cohn or Kerry Dolan inside and play the ball down the lines. Mm -hmm. And I think Galway have the pace and the stick work to play five forwards against six defenders. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I think that's how they'll set up. What do you think yourselves is that something along the lines of what yeah. you do? Or? I just
2: think we saw Katrina Carmen come on there um, against Waterford Blow in Turles and the job Beth Carton ran right in the first half, and I mean to say, like after ten minutes in the second half, mm-hmm. and that's no slight against Beth now. I'm not sure we still knew she was still playing you know because Katrina Cormac came on there one job one job only and she nulled that um, mm-hmm. influence that Beck Harton had in that game and as you said Katie Powers some women have an influence mm-hmm. on a game so if you can null that threat mm-hmm. you know that's going to be a huge huge factor I think yeah. on Sunday Yeah,
1: I just wonder will Galway Go. will they go out and have a player each or will they stay in their six Mm -hmm. positions because like we saw the last day again Kilkenny their movement like Katie Power was still forward full forward over in the wing Um, same with Miriam Walsh she was not only full forward she was out in the wing like Anna Farrell like Mm -hmm. Joe they were just they were everywhere there was no they had no positions and I think that's what kind of caught Tip a small bit because they weren't sure. Will I just hold my own position and just mark Katie Mm -hmm. Power when she comes out? Like, so I think they need to go. And it's not just Katie Power, they're all scoring. Emma Emma Hellebert is a
0: young centre back. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be a little bit nervous, you know, Mm -hmm. that's going to be natural. Her first instinct is going to be to follow Katie Power everywhere Mm -hmm. because that's what you want to do as a young defender. You say, Right, I'm going to stay tight, I'm going to make sure my player Mm -hmm. does not get on the ball early doors and I'm going to settle into the game. Mm -hmm. She does that, you're leaving an acre space inside in front of Quilty Walsh. You can't do that. And then no.
1: if you don't, if you don't mark Katie Power, then she's going to get on. She's going to ball. get on the ball, and yeah. she's a great passer. And yeah. you saw there, she created the goal opportunity. She gave passes to Michelle. She, was, she was so selfless. Yeah, yeah. You know, was
0: she was just, a central. She was yeah. central to everything yeah. they did. She mm-hmm. really was. I think really, once we've talked it through, I think Galway oh, we have no choice but to play at the back here. And I'd be very surprised if they don't. Um, but as I said, like, they definitely have the forward pace mm-hmm. um, to do that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and Hanifield bring great work right there to the half forward line as well, working back, which would also cut out a lot, the, a lot of the space for the Kikini forwards. I suppose Fiona, you were looking at strengths and weaknesses for Galway, whatever about going out to counteract the opposition, what are they going to bring to the equation themselves?
2: Um I just think their their defensive performances throughout the year have been really really strong and it's going to be just so interesting cuz Kilkenny have had the six best forwards in the game probably this year as well so um it's going to be a serious um defensive performance needed by Galway but I think if any team can bring it this year it's Galway I think they've had the best defense in the championship so far mm-hmm. and as I said uh, Kilkenny've had the best forwards so far so it's just going to be a real um it's going to be a cracker it's not going to be it's not going to be a game like Cork and Kilkenny for the last two years, that's for sure. So
0: um, Imagine Shauna Healy, yeah. Sarah Dervin, and Heather Cooney against like, Michelle Quilty, Miriam Walsh, you know, and Denise Gall. It's,
2: you know, <laughs> I just really hope yeah, it's, a top quality game. it's a top quality game that we all hope it's going to be. Yeah. I suppose when it comes to like... Um, Weaknesses for Galway, possibly an over reliance sometimes on the quite young Carrie Dolan. You know, she's a young girl, and mm-hmm. um, she hasn't loads and loads of experience, definitely not at this level. But um, I suppose free taking. you know? Hopefully that won't get her on the day. There mm-hmm. could be awful swirly breezes in Crow Park. Gods, you just don't know what way the wind's mm-hmm. going to go there. Into, it's the, hill well, into the hill Into the hill, especially. Yeah. So just naming
1: out uh, to Kenny forwards there. Like you're wondering, like Denise Calder. You saw her. She was playing. She played like again. She's playing everywhere in the forwards. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask, are they going to go? And follow the players, like because, mm-hmm. like if Shauna Healy doesn't follow Denise Gall, mm-hmm. you yeah. saw what she did against Tip, yeah. and like that's the questions that Galway are going to be mm-hmm. have to tactically get right. Yeah, it's a so tricky one. It's a tricky barely one. barely even you know? mentioned Dan Dalton. No, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, and we talked when we were previewing the intermediate game, right? We can't figure out what we do here. Mm. Like, is Colin Murray really concentrating on the intermediate game, or yeah. is he sitting at home with his eyes wide open going,
1: "Yeah, what yeah. do we
0: do here? So, look, it's a tricky one for and him, and it's going to be a real test of them. Kilkenny
1: are so good at playing the sweeper. Like, yeah. they, they've that down to mm-hmm. a team. Like, they know when to hold, they know when mm-hmm. to go. So, if Galway do set up with the sweeper, will Kilkenny outplay them on that? Because Kilkenny have played that. For years, yeah. without even playing a sweeper, if you know what I mean, yeah. like they just drift up the field and then they drift back to one unit. Mm-hmm. So will they outplay them if Galway yeah. go with a sweeper? No,
0: that's a good point. But I suppose the, the advantage Galway have in that situation is that if Dunhu and Neve Kilkenny are so good at carrying the yeah. ball, yeah. that they do have those players. Lorraine Ryan can go from the back as well, you know, and yeah. like they do have those players that can carry the ball through the middle, which is what you need to do mm-hmm. if you're playing against yeah. an extra defender, but.
2: You mentioned Neil Kilkenny there. I really think she's back to her best. Yeah, I mean, they've been playing her half forward. I don't know why on earth you'd move Neil Kilkenny, the best midfielder in the country mm-hmm. for the last, I don't know how long. She played there the last day. She was outstanding, you know. So they have a really good player there. Like So there's just it, there's so many interesting ties there now. But yeah. as you said as well, it's like if there's any hole opened up in that Galway defence, Kilkenny will have someone coming like a train ready to recycle the ball back out. And Neil
1: Kilkenny will be one of the players that. Uh, Kilkenny win mark mm-hmm. because she's such a leader on that field. I feel like she she's the constructed there, like yeah. know, she she does everything for uh, Galway. Like she gives mm-hmm. them the ball inside the forwards. So if well, if, they, take her own yeah, if, her, if they yeah, and if they man mark her, you're kind of questioning who is going to play around that yeah. middle mm-hmm. for them and lead them. So I suppose no
0: 100. percent I suppose look Ray Kelly's refereeing it um, we know that he left the, the, the Limerick-Tipperary game flow pretty pretty well, Bex, so we commented on earlier on, what's Ray going to do? <laughs> I suppose, like yeah. it, there's the danger, and I, look, I get it a little bit as well, in that on the big day, I suppose, it'll be the biggest television audience of the year, biggest crowd of the year, is Ray going to feel a little bit of pressure to referee exactly to the letter of the law on Camogie, or will he have, I suppose, the <laughs> the fortitude to to just let it flow and give us the spectacle because look the Kowei funds have been poor the last couple of years yeah. It's quite a spade, a spade.
2: But I think that, like, Ray is the right man for the job and he's got there on merit. It's not just his name wasn't pulled out of a hat. Like, there's mm-hmm. a, you know, strategy behind that. So, well done to the Camogie Association there. I was laughing with the girls from home, from the club team. We were saying that Kahali going to be delighted that Cork were knocked out because finally he might be able to get to get to the all Ireland final, you know, and, like, he's been refereeing for years and years. So, but I think it's a reflection on Ray Kelly's job so far this year that he got it because, um, you know, Kyle's from Cork and he couldn't ref then, you know. So, um, I think Ray is there on merit and fair play to him. He's let games flow. I just hope he doesn't change anything he's been doing all year mm-hmm. as a result of the big day you know because yeah. you know he'll be nervous about this match too of you course, never think yeah. about the refs being nervous no, but tough. like there's a, as we said the promotion around the sport is growing the talk about this match I don't know is it just on on my Twitter feed anyway but like there's a lot of talk about it. there's a lot mm-hmm. of advertising going on there's a lot of promotion so he'll be nervous about this game as well but I think they picked the right man for the job and I hope he doesn't let himself and the match down now that's yeah. all so yeah. I think there's
1: just so Keep much it on
2: though. <laughs> 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 let, let it though hashtag keep ready that ready. whistle in your pocket yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah no I just think there was so much on the ref last year like it was just a talking point like, uh, it's so pe- I think people didn't even know who won the All-Ireland it was just about the ref and on so, that point actually I think that if Liz
2: Dempsey like she just she had a very tough game I think against um, Galway and Cart there because the match just went at such a high pace like you know they talk about the men's game needing two referees geez some of these camogie matches could do with two referees very easily as well but I think that Liz Dempsey the best thing that happened Liz was that that match was blown up with the one-point victory to Galway, I think they deserve to win on the day, and I think they've been hard done by by a few calls. And if that match had gone to a draw, or Cork had ended up pulling off these victories, which they so often do in the last, geez, they talk about Fergie time. I think that Cork have had enough, uh, enough um, experiences that as well. I think the best thing that happened, and no one ended up talking about the referee that day as a result. It just all got swept under the carpet. But I know we had a, a few choice words to say about some of the decisions. but Well, we we always have a few choice words, mixed, don't we? But you know, I think that that it was the best thing that happened. That Met that day because everyone just focused on the camogie then no one focused on the referee. Yeah, but
1: and I that's, that's a sign so of a referee's job well done. Or what we were given out about was some decisions. And oh, do decisions, you, know what? you yeah. actually don't mind that because it happens in the men's sport as well. It does. But it was just last year. It was just the constant sixty mm-hmm. minutes that you were focused on the ref, blowing the whistle, giving oh, a free, constant so free. Yep. Whereas we were only given out about harsh decisions. Yeah, yeah, called, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like, like someone getting yeah. their head taken off. Yeah, yeah, pick, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Do You know, we're giving out about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. I suppose the, la- the last thing to speak about before we go on for prediction. Kilkenny's use of a bench is pretty much non-existent. Mm. Uh, they just Whether it's a tactic um, that they just they just stay with the same 15 and just back them or uh, not want to give away a soft chance of appearance or a soft jersey during your time or whether maybe Anne doesn't have the confidence in the bench. Um, but Galway's bench is very, very strong. I mean, mm. you look to it there. You have Maria Cooney who's a lot of experience. Uh, you have Keira Murphy who's a lot of experience playing midfield the field for you. in the Ashburn. You have Rebecca Henley mm-hmm. who is like... Was always the main, I suppose, player in always going up uh, when you're when you're targeting Galway. Like they have a lot of strength, a lot of experience on the bench. Is that something that will? that was sweet it for Galway
2: it's an interesting one yeah, about Kilkenny I remember you talking about Daniel Morris he is mm. with Ashburn with UL with, the, uh, with WIT or, sorry with WIT yeah. and you playing against them with UL and like what a standout player she was for like, or for WIT mm-hmm. and she can't even make the the, the team mm. there in Kilkenny and, who would you leave out <laughs> yeah exactly, who would you leave out but like yeah. it, as you said it's very interesting that they don't deploy a tactic where on 50 minutes they make a substitution. Um, I think the Galway's bench is probably, I suppose, not even, I'm not going to say stronger, I think it's more, it's used more Mm -hmm. and they've had more game experience as a result of that. So... Now, um, the funny
0: thing about it, like... Anne has started Danielle Morris in our earlier final as a seventeen-year-old. I don't think it's a case that she doesn't have confidence no, in her. No, no, it's just so that the girls maybe, aren't
2: getting injured, yeah. it's, it's, or they're not getting tired. Yeah, they're and, fish and, is, and the,
0: they're is the is the wily old fox? Maybe she's just keeping her keeping her, her, her cards close yeah. to her chest, and yeah. she could very much unleash her and croak her. But mm-hmm. okay, so look, we're going to push for a prediction. I went on first for the junior and intermediate, so I'm going to go start with you this time, Fee. Have to off the fence now and call it. Who's it going to be?
2: Um, I suppose um, it's funny. I hadn't thought about it much until you said it about the lack of all Ireland finals that Kilkenny have actually won. So your kind of heart would say, "Oh, geez, you'd love to see Galway do." But why? I think that Kilkenny, you know, n- no, no, all Ireland's are deserved. But I think that Kilkenny have put so much work into this. Now I think they've got over. They don't have to play Cork now in the final. Not that th- I think, to be honest, if they'd come up against any team this year, I think they would win. So I'm going to go with Kilkenny. I can't see past them. I can't see past that performance I saw them play against Limerick down in, down that day. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I just think they're an amazing well, think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> from full forward from full forward
2: hashtag 14 <laughs> hand on the hip but um, no I just think that they are the, they, they are the strongest team in the uh, Camogie Championship this year they have been probably for the last maybe well, you would say one or two years I think but I, I think they deserve to win it uh, you can't say that people deserve to win All-Irelands mm-hmm. but I think that Kilkenny put in the work they have the panel they have the players they have everything they're the full package I'm yeah. going to go Kilkenny.
1: Lex um I think if Galway get over the win from Cork, I think Galway will do it. I think Kilkenny will have so much pressure put on themselves to win this. It's not Cork for a second year in a row. It's now a third year. They're going for, like, it's their third Ireland final, and it's against a different team, Galway. Can they beat them? If Galway played the way they did it against Cork, I'd say mm-hmm. I don't think Kenny will get a win. I think uh, Galway grinded out, and that's what they did against Cork. They just mm-hmm. just kept chipping over the points. Like There was no panic in them, just kept going. Mm-hmm. And I just think if Galway can get the heads right and all their players are tuned in, I think um, Galway will so have to be Galway for me. Yeah,
0: yeah okay, so I suppose down to a deciding vote. I suppose if you're standing up in a dressing room Thursday night before an All Ireland final and you're naming a team, you'd love to be able to go. Anna Farrell, Katie Power, Ann Dalton, <laughs> Michelle Quilty, Miriam Walsh, and, uh, and Denise Gall. We
2: all made it. You're starting. Well yeah, done. <laughs> and
0: the rest of any, any the any other nine, just yeah, uh, yeah, grab yeah. a jersey there yeah. and spread out. Like It's just a phenomenal forward line. Um, I, at the start of the year, it did tip Galway to win it. I, we, saw, we played them in a challenge match inside in St. Pat's in a cold January night, and I was just so impressed with what they brought from an organization point of view, from a hunger point of view in a challenge match on a tuesday night i just remember saying to, myself to Cargo, oh, geez, they're not going to be too far away i've been watching them since and look i really hope they do it because like their players are so cooperative i suppose we're talking about promoting the game and everything they're always so willing to do the interviews and everything like that and cahill is such a nice guy but i just can't see how they're going to handle that kikini forward line and it's just a phenomenal phenomenal set of forwards Like, who would you pick, Joe? We'll talk about picking an all-stars team here in while. You could just (laughs) easily stick in the six of them and nobody would really be able to argue with you. You couldn't argue for dropping one. I think just purely for forward strength, uh, I'm going to go with Kilkenny. So that's it, two to one. We're back in Andoni to to do the business for the second time uh, ahead of Cahill Murray. So just to
2: confirm here, Sully, you have uh, said that (laughs) you picked Galway from the start of the year, but you're back in Kilkenny now. So um, splinters there. Yeah, 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 on the fence much, yeah. On the fence, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Things change, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with Kikini. Uh, just about, I think it's going to be a cracking game. I wouldn't reload a replay.
1: Interesting. <laughs>